Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back to the basic vet. Do I sound a little different? I should. A little more bedtimey. A little more want to hear a story. A little more honey for your ear holes. There's a reason for that, and we'll get into it on uh, today's episode, which I don't even remember the last time I recorded, so I'm on a roll for not recording. I might as well keep it going, because in between that time I'm not recording, well, now that I started taking notes, I um, I got a bunch of content here, and I can't believe all the notes that I have to go through. So, let's get into it. Welcome to The Basic Vet, the podcast with a beard, tattoos, and no fucks. It's politically incorrect, it's abrasive, it's unapologetic, and it's probably fucking funny. I'm your host, Shannon Smith. Here you'll find out what it's like being a vet on a day-to-day basis, the unspoken struggles you don't hear about, and some honest stories from my time in our beloved Marine Corps. So grab a beer and throw out all those fucks you've had in your pocket, because where we're going, you don't need any fucks. So why do I sound different? I sound different because there are some really nice people in this world still, and one of those people apparently heard my podcast and uh, believed in it and thought, mm, this guy needs a new microphone because he sounds like ass. And uh, thank you, because now I don't sound like ass anymore. I could read you a bedtime story if you'd like. You tell me what you want. But this opens up a lot, a lot of doors for me that weren't open before because the particular piece of gear that I got is not cheap and it's not for somebody that just decided to pick up podcasting one day. Um, this is the mic that you see Joe Rogan and those big podcasters using the guys that are actually good. Now I'm not good, but at least I can sound good and that's fine with me. Now I would love to be able to tell you who sent me this mic, but I'm not gonna, you're gonna have to figure it out on your own. If you've listened to the podcast long enough, you'll know. Uh, and if you just started, well, you'll figure it out soon. Either way, I like it. Uh, so the, the format for this episode is going to be pretty much off the cuff again, because I didn't feel like writing a script and sticking to it and blah, blah, bullshit, fucking law. Let's go. I'm just going to go through notes that I've taken in no particular order because I didn't put them in any order. I just opened up my notes. So the first one that's like pinned to my notes is always my links that I throw in the, uh, the episode notes. And the second one is how I got my DNA test for free. So we'll get into it. I wanted to know where I came from, what my heritage was, because we don't really have many family left where I'm from in my family. And uh, none of us really know where the hell we came from. We all thought we came like from Ireland. Somebody landed in Nova Scotia, some other. I never really knew. I never had a, a good grasp on who I or where I came from. So I thought it was Irish, French, German, and Irish. Mostly Irish when I was growing up. I got cousins with like fire red hair. So I, I just figured, yeah, yep, yep, we're Irish. Red hair, Irish. Nope, not true. My DNA test back came back 63% uh, for the Fuhrer. Uh, it, I'm fucking German. 63% German. And no, I don't support the Fuhrer. Get out of here. That shit's crazy. But anyway, I'm German. Thought I was Irish. I'm zero fucking percent Irish. Zero percent Irish, 63% German. I've been lied to. Lied to. And I demanded answers. Uh, but I'm never going to get them. So anyway, here's how I got it for free. I logged on to CRI Genetics because I looked up, you know, Genetics Monthly Magazine bullshit and it, it lists them all and it's probably sponsored and they were paid, whatever. But CRI Genetics was like the top one. 
And when I spend a lot of money on something, because this is $149, not the $29.99, 23andMe, whatever the hell, uh, it was expensive. So I expected more for my money. And on the surface, on the website, it looked like they gave more for what you pay for. And I didn't quite believe everything they said on their site, so I went to the Better Business Bureau. Luckily, they were registered. Any decent business should be registered with the Better Business Bureau. What I noticed immediately was that there are a lot of claims against CRI Genetics, and they were all for the same thing. And that's for CRI Genetics did not send their DNA tests on time when they were supposed to. That's a bad thing for a business. You promise something and then don't give it to them. Um, that pisses people off, and you're not going to last long as a business. But the other thing I noticed was that these claims were all resolved. And they were resolved within a reasonable matter of time. What CRI, CRI Genetics did is you get to see the process of the, you know, the response. They immediately came back and gave every single one of them a refund, a full refund of their money and their test. So I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to lose here? Nothing. So I pay my 149 bucks, get my kit, send it off, and lo and behold, I don't get it on time. It's past the due date when it's supposed to be here, so I waited like a couple weeks more, not to be a total Karen about it. And it still didn't come. So I emailed him and I wasn't a dick. I just said, I noticed that there was a lot of claims on the Better Business Bureau for what I'm dealing with right now. And before I go to the Better Business Bureau and make this thing public, would you like to handle it in house? And I think they might have appreciated that because I immediately got an email back saying, go check. You got your refund, blah, blah, blah. And here's your info for your test. So they gave it all to me at once. And it was amazing. And I didn't have to go make a claim on Better Business Bureau so that other people could come out and make them, you know, see that they're not such a great company. Because guess what? That was like two years ago. And now CRI Genetics is like popping off. Now they got ads. They got all kinds of shit going on. People are starting to flock towards CRI Genetics. And um, I can't say anything bad about them. This isn't an advertisement for CRI Genetics. Remember, I based my purchase of that on the fact that they were probably going to fail. And... They did. However, they were successful in the fact that uh, instead of just being dicks about it and forgetting about it, they immediately addressed the problem and then gave me one extra. They gave me my test along with my money. So what bad could I possibly say? And that's a message for anybody out there that's got a business. If you've got a business or you're thinking of starting a business, take that to heart. All right. Your, your best, your best reviews come from the customers who were pissed that didn't that they didn't get what you said you would give them for whatever reason but when you go back and you handle it and you give them more than they asked for then they will do nothing but praise you and they are more more likely to go give you a five star rating or whatever the hell with a positive review on top of it if you just blow them off they're going to carry in your ass and blow you up and rightly so by the way, do you think anyone for the next foreseeable future, in the next foreseeable future, is going to name their child Karen? I think I think Karen and Kyle, uh, they've been pretty much ruined. What's the next name that we're going to fuck up? I can't wait to see this. We, we lately, as a society, have been uh, just fucking up and shitting on people's names, and it's kind of funny. Because those poor people that didn't ask for any of this are immediately judged just because their name is Karen or fucking Kyle. I think it's kind of hilarious. I'm, I'm sorry if you're a Karen or a Kyle, but I'm not. Second note. There we go. Bring it up. Got it. Second note is got the, oh, <laughs> it's about my, <laughs> it's about my vaccine. 
I got uh, my second shot apparently on the 7th, and I got it at 3.30 p.m., and at 11.25 p.m., my head felt tight. And then I didn't write anymore because that's the only thing I felt. So you can consider me a vax hole for bragging about my my vaccine or whatever now. I'm the, I'm the crossfitter of the vaccine people. All right, that was kind of a boring one. What's my next one? Oh, dipping problems. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. It came out because I was gaming at night. Um, I was playing. I forget what I was playing, but I had a dip in and <laughs> I sneezed because, you know, allergy season is coming up and uh, we like to have the windows open whenever it's warm. And that night I happened to sneeze with a dip in and blasted it all over my fucking computer screen. <laughs> so uh, my wife got a good laugh out of that. And I had to clean off my computer screen and uh, I'm contemplating stopping dipping, but I probably won't until I get fucking stomach cancer or some shit anyway. So dipping problems. Yeah. If you're dipping, you understand completely the, the horrible tragedies that happen when you fucking sneeze. And uh, if you dip while you ride in your helmet, uh, if you're riding motorcycles, I don't know how the fuck you, you survive. I can't even imagine that because I've sneezed, sneezed in my helmet um, <laughs> without being able to stifle it and just blasted my visor. So I had to ride with my visor up until I could clean it off. It's, it's sneezing is a problem on so many levels. If you're not just a regular human being doing regular human being things, fuck sneezing. So, um, the next note that I have, and by the way, my transitions and segues are going to be fucking complete shit because I'm trying to do a couple things at once. All right. So when I, when I got out of the VA hospital that night, when I got my vaccine, it was about oh, 3.45, 4, yeah, about, no, it was 4 o'clock, a little after 4. And um, like anything military, 4 o'clock, people are fucking flying out the doors trying to go home. They're done because at 4.30, that place is locked down. So when I got out in into the wilderness, uh, I saw the parking lot was almost empty except for like some dude on his phone waiting to cut the lawn and just some lonely lady in the corner staring at me contemplating life. I don't know what the hell she was doing. But it gave me a familiar feeling and I kind of enjoyed it. You know, that feeling when you get when you work late and you don't have to deal with the traffic rush and, you know, the sun's just kind of setting. It was a nice feeling. And I don't get many of those nowadays because I mostly live inside of a fucking cave. But I enjoyed that one. That was a good day for me. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Next topic. Next topic. It is having in and out flown into me. Yeah. So. There's a great burger debate out there, and um, the the broke the broken fucking shit broken jarhead also has a podcast. I've talked about him before, but he this motherfucker talks shit about fucking In and Out. I don't know if it was specifically Shane or if it was Nick, um, but either way, fuck you, Shane and Nick. I had In and Out flown into me from California because my wife had to go visit, and I live in Pennsylvania. And I said, bring me home a double-double with animal fries, animal-style fries. So she did. And eight hours later, I ate the shit out of that soggy-ass double-double and enjoyed every second of it. I fucking love In-N-Out. Now, I've had Whataburger in Texas, and that shit was lame. It just got mustard all over my face. Now, I can squash this burger beef right now because White Castle... White Castle beats them fucking all. That I grew up on that shit. And those little sliders, when you're out for a late night of fucking drinking, there's two choices. 
If you're on the West Coast, go to In-N-Out. But if you're on the East Coast or Midwest, go to a White Castle. Get you a Crave case, slam that shit, and feel wonderful the next day. However, if you ever slam that much White Castle at one time, be warned. Your shit and farts, everything that comes out of the back end of you, is going to smell exactly as it came out, or went in, sorry. So, I don't know what the fuck it is about it, but every time I eat White Castle, it comes out smelling exactly the way it came in. Is that fucking weird or what? Now, the weird part is actually I, I sit there and kind of bask in it because I love White Castle that much. It's so good. And since I meant fucking wonderful, wonderful, I had to cut my lawn yesterday and record today. And now that my neighbor next to me saw that his shit looked like Jurassic Park compared to mine, he's going to fucking mow his lawn. All right. I'm sorry if you hear it. Uh, that would happen. You know what? I don't fucking care. Let's just let's just plug forward. Speaking of plugs, Broken Jarhead, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, this guy has been doing, look, 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 let me put it to you this way. I got a podcast that I started in November and I've got like a couple hundred listens. Not, not much at all. This fucking dude comes on the scene a few weeks ago and grabs like 3000 listens. That's crazy in the podcasting world. Um, that is a hell of an upward trend and congratulations on that. You deserve every bit of it. And the reason I say that is because. Look, I've been plugging Broken Jarhead for a while if you've been listening to this podcast. And the reason why is because I believe in what he... The, the guy's transparent. I mean, he looks kind of transparent, but that's not what I mean. He's transparent in a way that you he's honest. He's got integrity. Like, the shit that comes out of his mouth, is it's honest. What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. No faking it. And on top of that, now he's actually trying to give back. You know, he's not trying to do this podcasting thing just to get him some money and fame. Um, although he might have started out that way. I think it's turned into something wonderful. And now he's found a way to give back to military and veterans out there in such a cool way. Uh, he saw a hole to be filled. <laughs> uh, I'll let that one sit. Okay, good. And he filled it. There, He didn't notice that there was a military podcast awards. And, and there's all kinds of other podcasting awards. But just like I had noticed, you got to pay like 1500 bucks to get into these awards. And it's like, why? What? Why am I getting a Mercedes as a fucking trophy? I don't. It's a little ridiculous. Uh, instead of, you know, just being angry at the problem, uh, he went ahead and fixed it over there at Broken Jarhead. And get, guess what? Now, not only do we have the military podcast rewards, we also have. National Military Podcast Day. Yeah, you heard that right. We have National Military Podcasters Day. Let me let me get my phone out because I'm talking out of my ass and um, I don't want to be. Here we are. I uh, got my phone and I'm on veteranpodcastawards.com. Uh, and instead of me talking out of my ass, I'm, I'm just going to let Broken Jarhead talk out of their ass. So here's, if you go to veteranpodcastawards.com, this is under the what is it section, and I'll just read it. Broken Jarhead wants to celebrate. No, I'm going to read it the way Shane would want. <clears throat> Broken Jarhead wants to celebrate the military podcasters using their platforms as a way to promote their business, share stories, or simply as a therapeutic way to speak what they have bottled up inside. We want to chisel out a day that recognizes these individuals. 
October 6th and 7th, 2001 marks the beginning of enduring freedom in Afghanistan, and we'd like to preface this day of remembrance with a day of celebration. We filed the paperwork and paid the money, and here we are. And then in uh, parentheses, he has staging was October 6th, and movement was October 7th, in case you were wondering why there was two dates for enduring freedom. So there you have it, veteranpodcastawards.com, um, and I think I've plugged, you know, Broken Jar had enough, and Broken Podcast is now taking off and doing its own thing. Uh, so my work here is done, right? Basically, this guy's going to take off to the fucking moon. Now, I, I see that we're at about 16 seconds, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I've got shit to do in my regular life. And I think I remember hearing Broken Jarhead saying some stuff about how my podcast is more organized or whatever than his is. And he is absolutely fucking wrong. I sit down at my desk. I write notes or I'll pick notes or some shit. Like today, I just brought up my notes and then poof, you fucking hit record. That's all I do. There's, <laughs> It's not, uh, I mean, I used to write a script. I used to write a script and take all that time. And I remember my first episode took me uh, eight, nine, ten hours to, to get start to finish, produced and published. It's nuts. I've learned so much shit as I've come through this, this whole podcasting thing and I'm just getting started. Um, but since you didn't come here for Broken Jarhead or the Broken Podcast, then we should probably get back into what the hell I was talking about. And this is my last topic. My last topic involves MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Bro. Bro, you, did you really just release Bloody Valentine? Did you really just fucking do that? What is going on in your head? That shit sounds like a teen angsty 1990s Blink-182 song that got played once on the radio and then thrown in the garbage. It's fucking awful, dude. It's okay to step outside of your genre and maybe stretch your legs a little bit. But, uh, man, this is a bad look for you, buddy. Especially from the guy that called out one of the fucking hip-hop legends, Eminem. Like, that was actually gonna work. That did not work. I'll, I'll just remind you. Because instead of rising in the hip-hop genre, MGK has seemed to try to... I don't know. I, I don't even know what to fucking call it. But I will tell you it's on rock stations now. And that is interesting because Eminem did get played on the rock stations in Detroit. Um, 101.1. I remember the first time I heard Eminem, it was on... The 101.1 was Detroit's premier rock station. Still is. And I heard his song and I was like, whoa, who the hell is this guy? And... Um, I don't know if that's what MGK is trying to do or what. Like, is he set? Is is COVID gotten his ass? Did he he done lost his mind or something? Boy, you need to come back down to earth. We miss you. No, we really don't. Just stay up wherever the fuck you're at and stop recording music. And that's how I'm gonna end this episode. To everyone that listened to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for taking that time out of your day to listen to me bitch babble and complain. I really appreciate it. But all of my active duty friends out there. I want to say thank you for signing on that dotted line so that I can continue to enjoy my freedom and be a lazy fucker that just records his voice into a microphone all day and put it on the internet. And to those of you that say, just let it go, I say, fuck you. I'm never letting go of my commitment to excellence. And don't you let it go either. I'm out. <laughs>